dirty rooms to the ESG. <laughs> In this life, in this life, gotta make your own deals, chase your own thrills, pay your own bills. On the outer loop, sitting on chrome like wheels, phone synced yeah. up to the newest chrome bills. On air, who cares if it's right or wrong? I just care which guests they invited on. Without a minute to stall, and there was liquor involved with some hype songs. And the night is young, right on cue, the talking begins. Yeah, and different. we check out what Steve Bills got on the blends. A bit grimy, a backdrop from the late 80s to the no mid scratches. 90s Till it finally takes us to a rhythm that works wow. And Kate Chrome spits a verse that he didn't rehearse wow, Both different. flex skills proving it's all in So gather around for the newest installment, Chrome Bills Yep Episode number It's actually a perfect segue So this is what, episode 115? 115 Episode 115 of Chrome Bills And we pose the interesting question of what is the opposite of a remix? <laughs> you know how sometimes <laughs> they'll do a movie that like it actually happens before? Yeah. I forget what the right. fucking name of that is. But what's the <laughs> Yeah, this is a that's, that's a pre-mix. Rough, no, the rough mix. <laughs> there you go. It's a Zymer. Rough mix. It's just backwards. X I M E R. A Zymer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. That's that's right. what this episode is. We should put that part out as a bonus. Make sure you're checking us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. We are Chrome Bills. And uh I've heard that it's a, it's important for people to actually subscribe and actually like leave a comment. Listen, because then it bumps us up in the in the uh, iTunes feed. If I came to your house, right, and I was like, I'm going to give you something for free, and I prepared a meal for you, sure. right? Uh huh. By the third or fourth time that's taken place, at some point, it would be polite of you to be like, you know what, this is really dope. I appreciate that you're doing this. Right. That's the equivalent of probably 15 listens. So if you've listened 15 times and haven't left like a rating and a, and a comment, you're the, you're the problem is what I'm trying to say. I would say it's more like you go to a place to get a free haircut. And now you've been here and you've gotten 115 haircuts and I think we've gotten pretty good at cutting hair. Yeah, and, but you haven't we've, thanked us. We messed up your hair a few times. Yeah. Get on Yelp. It's the same. What if people started yelping us? Get but on, then, get on Yelp. <laughs> they're like, where, where are these guys? Is it like a restaurant? Like, nah. Dude, actually, Yelp is a pretty nice segue into one of my prepared topics for tonight because I saw that. Uh, right into it. I think fake news is yeah, something that's fake, been going around news. a bunch, right? Yep. And yep. then yep. The, the fact that fake news exists, the fact that in the current climate, a lot of information travels very quickly i've heard stories about in a day the amount of published written word is the equivalent of 10 years 100 years ago and things like that is that fake news mm-hmm. does exist there was a story about south park being sued by yelp that fake was shared story. millions of times that's 200. a fake story right so i want to point to two, two things i came across in the last week that were mind-boggling to me the first was there was a Huffington Post article that, where the headline was that there was a loophole where the Electoral College could pick Bernie Sanders to be the president. <laughs> Within the first paragraph of the article, it tells you that it's bullshit, and they want to talk about how people just share headlines. Uh. But the commentary was that on my Facebook feed, people were sharing it with their one little caption, right? R- right. Wouldn't this be great? Oh my God, it's my birthday. Whatever the fuck, like the the set in line is, without clearly having ever read the articles, because the articles like talking about stop doing this. Yeah, and so I think it's it's important to note that 
I think the Washington Post, Steve, you shared an article earlier today on Facebook that I had seen too, where the guy was like the fake news maker for Trump, and he's almost like I'm I'm the reason why this dude is in office because I posted so many fake articles. Is that it's happening on both sides, and it's more an indictment of who we are right. as a society and a culture that people are like, you know what, I don't have it in me to read this article, but I do have it in me to share it. It is the equivalent of being fake in, news in the grocery store and reading like the Inquirer, like on your way to vote. You're reading the <laughs> covers of the Inquirer as you're about to vote for president. You know, I don't know what it is about this bat boy, but I, I really like his policy. <laughs> I like his foreign policy. Is that the bat boy they found in the Titanic iceberg? Right, right, right. Who was dating the soap opera star? Right, I think that's not the one that had the baby with the alien though. Is that right? little girl stuck in the well? Still. <laughs> She's better off down there. Let's just say that for the next couple of years. You know it's a good I mean? album title, actually. Mm-hmm. Better off Stuck, down there. Better off down there. <laughs> better off down yeah. there. <laughs> Chill out. Listen, uh, we got a couple things you got to get to. First and foremost, Chuck. Yes. Chuck is engaged. I don't know why. Yes. Congrats, Chuck. She said yes. Yeah, listen, she knew what she was getting into. <laughs> oh, she knew. How did uh, so you were you were in Italy eating lots of. Greek food? <laughs> <laughs> Tons of Greek food, Mediterranean food. No, it was awesome. And we were telling the story uh, beforehand that that uh, Cole kind of wanted me to, <laughs> to tell on the air, which was that, you know, we got engaged. We were over there for a week. We got engaged on, say, like the third day. And, uh, you know, we were over there for the election. So, like, right when we got engaged, we're like, let's just enjoy this. Let's not Wait, do what any happened? planning. He, Chuck went, he wanted I'm to just hear the election from Italy. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. as soon as the nukes go off, I'll be over here. <laughs> hey, I voted, man. I did an absentee ballot. Nice. Uh, Thank I you. doubt it. I doubt it actually got counted, but it's in well an done. envelope. You did better. It's in than an envelope somewhere on Varick Street in Lower Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, when you do an absentee ballot, it's a lot less controlled. There was no curtain. It was like me. It was kind of like how when you're filling out. Uh, your private information before you go to a doctor and depending on who's sitting next to you, they might be like, oh, this dude's got glaucoma. Like it was just right there <laughs> right. for all to see. <laughs> um, but so we're like, yeah, let's not even, uh, let's not jump into planning or anything. Let's just enjoy this. And then we were talking about the election a lot once it happened. Uh, I had some interesting conversations with people over there. Uh, interesting conversation in particular that comes to mind was with someone from London who was like, yeah, well, I mean, we just went through Brexit, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good perspective. Because he was like, you live in New York and you don't agree with Trump and you just have a different president. Like, I live in London and I don't agree with all this separatist bullshit, but, like, we're no longer part of the European Union. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we're like, let's not plan. And now it was a week later and before the show, we were out looking at wedding venues. So, so it's there you down. go. And things going move quickly. NYC. It's going down to NYC then. NYC, for sure. There you go. He said, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, "Damn," and then had to come back. He was like, "Tight." <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I only. He's like, I really thought it was cool. going to be an old. I only meant it that I was a cool. That's a cool. Do you know what time of year you're going to do it? Uh, I could see it being fall or the following spring. Okay. Fall 2017, we'll spring 2018. It's not a question. It's nothing. That's not a question. It ain't even a question. I am thinking. I Will there be a hip hop song played at the, <laughs> at the wedding? I'm actually going to follow. At least I'm going to start by following the advice <laughs> hey, you that I had given. <laughs> that I had given to C's, which uh, 
I'm gonna reach out to some of the Chrome billionaires. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Steve a pass on this because I know he wants to party and enjoy it. Um, but I'm thinking I'm thinking okay. uh, you know rags may get the call. Okay. Woo. Wow. Chuck is t- tapping his right arm right now, looking out at the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> Rags, Rags is warming up. On deck, baby. Records at a he listens to Chrome Bills. I, I think I'm going to get a text about this, actually. Yeah, you, you are I'll probably get a text Monday. Hopefully, he fixes his turntables by the time uh, your wedding rolls around. <laughs> well, you know, I was even going to say, if it, makes it, if it makes it easier for travel, we can use mine. But Steve can attest that while my tables are labeled as techniques and were clearly made by techniques, yes. there's something a little bit janky. There's something, there's something just a little strange about some Chuck janky Stern. panky. Yep. Yo, he's got technorks. Thirteen hundreds, technorks. Thirteen hundreds. You know that feeling where, like, regardless of how many, how many rebounds or block shots a player has in their career, mm. as soon as they put on that Washington Wizards jersey, the yeah. stats get cut right. Like, right. D- to about sixty-five percent of what right. they were doing. Right. I feel like these are legitimate turntables the way that the wizards are a legitimate team they just take you down that little right. that little uh <laughs> that ted leonsis factor right. that mr burns factor you, you, you lose a little shouting with them you know it, it's funny man like they are so we were recording this friday they beat new york last night i think they're like three and eight they are garbage they max out a dude who's not going to play a whole lot so that's not going to improve like i think health will always be an issue for a dude like him well obviously bradley beal yeah, Beal. Bradley yeah. Beal. Okay. Wall doesn't want to be here. Morris, fine. Gortat, I could take her, take him or leave him. The rest of that team has gots to go. That is a shit team. You and think Wall's over it? He's over it at this point. I think he's not the type of dude that could take losing. And you know what I mean? Like he's been losing for a while. That's though. a bad thing that I think like young dudes get beat out of them. But you kind of have to, particularly in basketball, when you play that many games. Yeah. I think he needs to change his scenery, man. I think he's like, look, I'm not a dummy. I realize that it was just timing uh, as to why Beal got paid so much, but you, fuck this shit. I'm, I'm much better than what I'm getting paid here. Yeah. I don't know Can that you, he is. Like, let, imagine you were at a job, right, and your job offered several, several services, right? So right. Steve and I are engineers. Let's say it's a company that does engineering and landscape architecture. Okay. And you got this dude, and he's always just been riding shotgun yeah. on your projects, right? It's all yeah. about you. Right and there. then they're like, oh, the landscape architecture is booming this year. So uh, we're going to hit my man off with twice your salary. Like regardless of if you right. knew it was timing, you'd be like, yeah, but this dude's like at best Robin to my Batman. Like there's right. there's no way when you have to interact with someone on a daily yep. basis that that's not going to drive you fucking crazy. And that you I think seeing it on another is. team, I think it'd be easier to stomach if there's a player you know that are, you're better than. Yes. But because of timing, they got paid. And you're like, oh, well, this point guard on a different team that I'm nicer than, that's that's bad luck. When it's in the same locker room every day, I don't think anyone – that's some Dalai Lama shit of being well, able to, to your like, analogy, well, that's just the to, way the world works. Well, yeah. to your analogy about the job, like it would also be like if that dude was like, hey, like, I have the flu three times a month. You know what I mean? Like, and it's always going to be like I can't come that. to work today. <laughs> right. I'm still going to get paid, but I'm so, not coming in. You know, Steve, Steve you're thing. still working today though, right? <laughs> it's the age old thing of are you know are you playing are you not playing uh hurt i don't play injured yeah but if you tweak something or what and i'm wondering if it's stuff he should be playing for or that's just he's got a good agent yeah i mean we're getting a little we're getting way we're getting too deep into the to the whiz okay. you know what i mean but we want we want people to know we know this shit 
<laughs> when we talk to shit and you don't you don't know what we're talking about, don't question whether or not we know it. You know what I mean? Agreed. I, I go zero and eight every week in betting NFL games, so forget everything I just said. Do you really you have a bookie? I have no. It's online. Does Me, anybody have a bookie anymore? It's all online. Bart. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Shout out he's to taking Bart. a book. Shout he's out taking to Bart. a book. Anyway, enough about that. Chuck. Chuck, the new Tribe Called Quest album. New Tribe Called Quest album. I don't know about you guys, but I got an email from Spotify today that said, because I have listened to the Tribe album so many times since it came out last Friday, I actually have a link to a very exclusive T-shirt <laughs> that's celebrating the album that wow. I can pre-order. So I was curious if you guys got it, because apparently you've only listened to it 17 times, because <laughs> my 18 listens in a week have uh, allowed me special access to Tribe Called Quest merchandise. That's wow. very interesting. Wow. I've never heard of that happening on Spotify before. Is that a thing? I d- it was news to me. Okay. And it did say, it was like, because you have been identified as one of the major supporters of this record. <laughs> yeah. It's good advertising. So the yeah. album came out at midnight Friday. I was actually still in Italy, and it did come out a local time, right? So I guess it yep. cascades across the uh, the time zones. And I had an eight-hour flight. I had listened to it twice all the way through uh, before I landed. I will say that I learned some lessons on the De La Soul album, which is documented on this show that at first listen, I was like, this is cool. Uh, and then it took a minute to grow on me, and I think it's an absolutely great record. Uh, and with this album, I was like, this is good. This is good. After a few listens, I'm like, this is one of the best hip-hop albums of the last decade. Yeah. I was really impressed. Wow. I thought uh, their appearance on Saturday Night Live was really good, too. They're dope. So, th- I mean, that whole that episode with uh, Chappelle, the entire thing was good, but I thought they were dope. Album's great, man. It's uh, it, it's interesting. When I was listening to it, I was like, oh, like it's got kind of like a Prince Paul, like crazy segue kind of influence to it. Like there's some interesting segues on it. Not a group that I associate with <laughs> having a lot of features on the majority of their other records. I mean, right. the addition of a member to Beats, Rhymes, and Life excluded, right, where they essentially added an additional MC for an entire album. Right. I don't think of them. This album, obviously, with, with Fife dying, rest in peace, uh, there were there were some holes to fill. I think Consequence was basically treated as a member on this. Uh, you know, you have the Anderson Pack is on something. You have uh, Kendrick. Kendrick Kendrick's on something. Uh, I'm sure Andre, I'm forgetting Andre people. 3000. Andre three thousand Busta's on a couple of joints. Consequence on some joints. The story of the record to me on the first listen is Jerobi. Like, what right. was this dude not nice back in the day, not motivated? I don't know what the cause is for the limited, almost non-existent amount of rapping in some of the other albums. Uh, with the first album, you know, he has uh, a lot of intros and interludes. He's got fucking bars, man. And a lot of them are, like, things where just flow-wise, I'm like, yeah, this is the part of the song. This is it right here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, new different styles member. He actually represents the veterans. Major supporter. <laughs> and his new album holds the fill. Oh god! I'm just choosing <laughs> random words that Chuck said and creating. I saw Cole's it. funny Chuck. because I look over and I'll say something and I'll start writing something down, and I'm like, I either made a really good point or he's just gonna take one of the phrases. Yeah, <laughs> and write Major it down. Supporter, I, I. That's his second album. 
So I want to get into this record okay. more. Okay. Oh, wow. Do we have a dissenting opinion? I actually was going to ask because, you know, there's always to, one. I, I want to really love this album. One at every party. I just... I, okay. It hasn't caught me yet. Okay. I, I, That's fair. When I heard We the People, I was like, okay, this is... That beats this, bananas. This album is going to be bananas. Yeah. And I thought it fell off a little bit. Okay. Um, the We the People beat is yeah. probably that's the when that baseline hits it's probably the best 10 seconds of the album yeah like at least the first few times you listen to it you're like yeah, yeah. right and i know what the problem is is that i'm comparing this project to low end theory and midnight marauders that's tough that's the you but you're I not only like going against quantity there but they quality. are a tribe called quest it's the time the amount of time but they're so different but now. they should be compared i don't know to me they, it, it doesn't hold up to those two records. Is that because it's not those two records and it's something different that you're not ready to let it be in your mind? I, to me, I, I thought the production on this one is is a little more strange. Okay. Um, right. I, I think that's a good thing. But think about it. When What's the amount of time that passed since the, the last record? Eight, 18 years. Yeah. But so, I don't care about that. Okay. Well, so did you want it to sound like that one? Hmm. No, it doesn't have to sound like that. You one. just don't like what it sounds like. I just don't really love what it sounds like. Okay, that's hey, listen, man. And it's all a matter of opinion, and I get that. There's some. Did you guys notice that Q-Tip's voice sounded way different? It sounded it, like I extra it sounded nasally, like hyper. I felt like he had a like, cold on half the record. Right. Like I'm assuming they must have been recording it last winter. It was, it was a tough. Wi- it was a tough winter in New York. His voice it was a tough winter. The, f- the aspects of his voice that are unique were definitely magnified. <laughs> they were magnified. But I don't. Th- I, I view that as like a studio thing that he's probably worked out. You know, like he had breathe and stop. Like he had some a pretty big hit yep. for him. To, I was the other thing. Listen, I thought Jerobi was dope. I thought Q-Tip was killing it, bar wise. Just into, you know, like I hadn't heard in terms of like. Somebody like Black Thought every now and then will just throw a 16 at you that's just like pattern-wise is fucking crazy. Just to remind you how like dope he is technically. Right. For Q-Tip to start doing that kind of... Can we run... I, I need to know what the tracks are that are... are I mean, okay. is every is every song on this song album a classic song? No. No, okay. But I here's don't think the that thing. that's true of, of Low End Theory either. Midnight Marauders is tough to really start kicking songs off, but I've always... The, the, the argument between those two records, I've always pointed to like... Do you know the importance of a sky pager and classic example of a date rapist? Things where I'm like, are you really hanging on to these songs as, you know, classic hip hop, uh, whatever the word would be? Interesting, interesting. Iconic songs. Sure. Uh, I, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the track list. Look, space program. We the people. Whatever will be solid wall of sound. Like right off the break, those four songs are all bonkers. To okay, me, those are all good songs. Um. And then as I, Melatonin's a great song. I take Melatonin a lot. I respect. What about it. that Mobius one? I think starts as a little. Yeah, Mobius. Mobius uh, uh, Conrad Tokyo's ill as shit, but that's I mean Kendrick totally yeah. fucking murders that. Right. How about Kids? Kids. I, found, I thought Kids was maybe the most unlistenable song on the album. Why? Because of that chorus. Kids. Okay. Kids, don't you know all the... Da, 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 da. See, here's my take on the songs, like stuff like that. Yeah. And that's why the day, the Daylock comparison was there for me. I think it's like a puzzle. Now, it's going to have, you know, We the People, like that's going to be like the centerpiece or whatever. The other pieces around it, if you like the record as a whole, I think if you take one piece out, 
that's not as strong, you know, song for song, the whole structure falls apart. I think that's the thing that I enjoyed about this record in relation to the other ones, because they are they're all kind of like that. They right. flow as an album; they're not just standalone songs like Stillmatic. You know what I mean? Now, what they're doing in order to execute that, I think, is what you're saying you don't like. But I think uh, I don't know how many times did you say you've listened to it? No, less than five. Okay, okay. I'd say about a dozen because I was, especially the first day or two when you needed a distraction. Very true. <laughs> you know I wasn't I mean? ready for it. You know, that could also have had an effect on my opinion. I was thinking about I that. I did not want to listen like, to Did you anything. try a new food after that when you were like, fuck that? That was terrible. It was like a fresh fuck. steak. Ethiopian food sucks. Yeah, yeah right. 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 Everything no from that week is Ethiopian tainted. food. Yo, I'd rather love. just have warm Indian food. Right. Okay. <laughs> not even. Yeah. <laughs> I do do like, you think? Uh, do you think that... Um, Oh, like go we the people in particular seems like a yeah. song that was based on Donald Trump winning the election. Uh, so there's they make it there's so at least though, there's released? at least no, one one. Well, it, I, I don't. I mean, it has a fight verse on it, so like it it clearly was yeah. conceived before then, but it, it felt that way. There's a there's a lyric. Uh, I forget what exact song it's on, but there's a lyric where he is Q-tip is referring to the president. And he uses the word she, and it says something about uh, five you boxes know, of wine. Yeah, with about a dozen Percocets and five bottles of wine. So, I, I mean, I think that they were just making predictions and maybe playing it both ways. Um, I do think the timing with the election, the timing on SNL, uh, and the fact that it isn't sort of a lay down and die type of record, it is, it is very political, uh, worked worked for me. Uh, I'll I'll agree that maybe it took a day or two to just get past everything that was going on right then because of how disappointed I am in where we are as a society that someone like this can even come that close to even being in the discussion of winning. And that's probably the only thing I'll say before we dive too deep into it, if we do, is my just utter... The world is run by the zeitgeisterbergs. It's just the, the (laughs) the the utter disappointment, but... You know, I thought that was one of the great things that they touched on on SNL is like, are you really surprised? Like when you, when you think about your entire life and you think about what's happened, as Dave Chappelle said, he's like, well, I know the whites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I was, we were talking about it before we went on and just looking back and I actually had this conversation with a couple friends that would be considered minorities and they're like, look, I think you're underestimating how many people out there are tired of whether or not it's right or just perceived or what, but they're like, yo, I'm tired of being told I have it better than everybody else. I'm fucking broke. And on top of that, the media is telling me I'm a dumbass. I think that that was the main thing I've taken out of, well, not the main thing, but the, the media's role in not being objective and not being particularly informative really kind of blew it on this one. And here's, the, here's why I say that. How much more... How clear cut of an example do you need of them being like, this is going to happen, and then it doesn't happen? And the first thing I thought is, why the fuck am I watching these people? They have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. They were that fucking wrong. Yeah. Now, I mean, I do feel like it's it's also a little bit more attributable to... It was close in the, to, in the sense that she got the popular vote, all that stuff, but like still... He blew her out by like making more threes than she did twos, basically. Well, I think that people, a lot of a lot of the speculation was based on polling, 
Right. And I, I think there's a lot of people who didn't want to necessarily admit that they were good. They gonna, gave you the old misdirect. <laughs> yeah. I'm zigging, but I told you I'm zagging. Misdirection uh, so disconnected when, like yeah, a when, hysterectomy. Right. I went and saw Arsenio on Saturday night. <laughs> oh, wow, did you really? Wait. Live. I, I did. He killed it. That, yeah. guy, he's, that was one of the best stand-ups I've ever seen. Yeah. And I've been to a lot of stand-up shows. That's at the his, improv. That's like how he started, right? He was a wow. stand-up. I don't know. He was good. Yeah. But anyway, he was like, how, how many people voted on last week? Everybody's cheers. He's like, how many people voted for Trump? Right. And he's like, there, there it is right there. Because he's like, I know a handful of you voted for Trump, but you don't want to say anything about right. it. You don't want to admit that you voted for Trump. Right. You know? Right. That's a good point. Leave it to Arsenio, like I always say. <laughs> Leave it to Arsenio. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> All right. Well, it's funny because I went uh, to a comedy he, show a uh, couple days before the election. It was right before I left for Italy. And uh, it was at the Comedy Cellar in New York. And my spirit animal, Ron Bennington, was hosting. Oh. And, <laughs> and he went out and said, is anyone in here voting for Trump? And only one person made noise. And he said... Staten Island in the house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Which I thought was actually really funny. That's really good. That's really good. But it proves the same point that I imagine people were. I think the interesting thing about the discourse that's happened up to the election and afterwards, um, because I've even gone and visited my dad in North Carolina, and I've sat with his neighbors, and we were talking about this. This was in August. One of my friends was there that's from Texas. He's like super Republican. I never really heard anyone have an argument where they were adamantly for the person they were voting for. It was, yeah. I hate the other person, so I'm going to yeah. go with my party allegiance. Yeah. I think that what happened was that people were able to hate her more in the sense that they thought it mattered more, and people on the Democratic side were almost lulled to sleep because Nate Silver and people like that were, I mean... We were at Cole's wedding when the grab him by the pussy comment came out. And I remember Steve sent me a screenshot. What a wonderful day. And Steve, Steve sent me a screenshot and it said 88% chance for Hillary. So at that point, I wasn't really rallying the troops. Like anytime politics would come up, I'd be like, let's fucking talk about something else. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because it didn't, seem, it didn't right. seem like that big of a deal. Whereas there are people that didn't like Hillary obviously she wasn't perfect there's obvious reasons to not like her and they were able to get the groundswell yeah and when you look it's disgusting when you look at the amount of people that didn't vote I mean that I think is the thing that I look at like I said as someone who was out of the country and still took it out of my it was out of my way that I went and voted I don't think it ended up mattering and I think it's in an envelope in a basement in Varick Street somewhere but I did it when you look at the fact that the eligible voters versus the people that voted and compare those two numbers that number exceeds what like either candidate right? got yeah it was roughly 50 percent. he won with less votes than mccain or who was the dude after him fucking the mitt romney <laughs> the white republican <laughs> okay, mitt. Romney. <laughs> mitt. perfect description of the republican party's right. candidate right who's that white guy the, white, the rich white guy romney yeah exactly <laughs> that's him he uh so trump won with less votes than either of those dudes got uh-huh. i mean I was so I had lunch with the homies Barack Who are you? and DJ Cam One. Who are you today? And Barack was telling me a stat that <clears throat> somehow the people that are uh, protesting now mm-hmm. 
that they've polled those people and 50% of them didn't vote. I'm like, but yo, there was Stop like playing. high school kids. Don't Stop <laughs> like, playing. They probably said no, but not because they, they didn't want to. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know how true that is, but oh, what a mess, dude. We're going to get some some good art out of the next four years. Okay. Yes, excellent a good, point. A lot, a lot of good comedy. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. So rest assured. Okay, yeah. A lot of, it, it's a gonna, lot of good famine. It's going to bring back Saturday Night Live. We'll be back. Yeah. They the, got Pope is, the Pope is black and shit. Isn't that like a Bill Bill <laughs> yeah. Burr bit from yep. like 10 years ago? Yep. The Pope is <laughs> Pope Mobile coming in all slow. Pope happy leaning to the side. <laughs> all right. All right. Enough election talk. You know okay. what I mean? Let's talk, so, about, let's talk about things that really matter. How about this? this the NFL. No, when I'm not ready for the NFL. I want to. I want to stay on music. I want to. I want to stay on music for one album. little bit. All right. Tribe album comes out. Yes. Going to be number one on Billboard next week. Number That's, one album congratu- in the country. It's a major, major accomplishment. I feel like the Dela album has gotten some heat. People have definitely talked about it. Yeah. Maybe we're just getting old. Where I'll talk to like 50 year old people at my work. And they're like, yo, did you oh, hear the Dela? They got the no dude way. from Talking Heads on a song. No way. Like, I thought like there's a little bit of hype there. What? My man Common dropped an album two weeks ago that I've only heard positive things about. Haven't listened to a second of it. Yeah, I haven't either. Question the timing. That's uh, it. <laughs> I, think he probably, I think he probably was like, man, I'm going to fucking light the world on fire with this one. And then like a couple more important things happen. You know what I mean? He's got to be bad timing. He's got to be uh, kicking himself. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, he used to be in Tribe Called Quest. Fake news, yo. <laughs> Share that article. Fake Common news. used to be in Tribe. Common God, used to you... be Common Sequence. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a personal question? Yes. Because I, I think everybody's got like a group of friends mm. that would be like, still sharing shit on Facebook, which I think is kind of, it's got, it's a perilous situation. But I feel like families do, feel like do it amongst each other. Yeah. That's that's a tough one. Are you seeing a lot of each other or not enough of each other if you're sharing things v- like that via Facebook? What, that Common has a new album? No, it's just like... <laughs> mom, check it out. Hey, mom. <laughs> like you know, one of a chocolate. That was going nowhere. <laughs> so never mind. Chuck, were you just flexing? I saw a big old bicep in I like there. That. I was like, what? <laughs> I forgot that the... Uh, you know, I get to see what my camera looks like. I forgot that that also goes to you guys. And I was just yep. like, what are, the, what are the guns looking like yeah. nowadays? <laughs> Cock the hammer. I still got Time it. Time for action. Actually, that's yeah. a story. I don't think we've been on since I went and saw Cypress. Okay. All right. Okay. Got some shows to discuss. Is that true? I saw Cypress and Naughty by Nature. I don't think that was on a Chrome Bells, was it? Jesus. I didn't know Naughty by Nature was there. Neither did half the crowd. Hey, yo! Not even sure what I meant by that joke. I could have gone so many different directions. Let's dissect the joke. Was it that people don't know who Naughty by Nature is? Was it that they were playing a lot of other people's songs and pretending like they were theirs? That's where I was going with it. Was it that the people (laughs) were? Was it that the people were so stoned that they didn't know? I don't know. How, what do you mean they were playing other people's songs? They'd be like, make some noise for Tupac, y'all. And they'd play like 30 seconds of How Do You Want It. Are you and serious? And then like go to another track. Yeah, it was so fucking weird. You done with OPS? I was with the homie, the <laughs> homie Ben. IBS. Ben Sizzleneck. Shout, Shout out. out Sizzleneck. Sizzleneck. <laughs> and we were up there and like we came in midway through their set and I was like, 
<laughs> I like looked over them at some point where they were like went from how do you want it to like how long will they mourn me or like just like two Tupac songs. How long will they mourn me? <laughs> and I was like, yo, I fucking hate this right now. <laughs> this, that's I was weird, like, this though. is this is making me really mad. I was like, I want to hear. I mean, I'm gonna be a, a snobby fan. I want to hear Uptown Anthem. I want to hear yeah. Feel Me Flow. Yeah. Yep. I know I probably have to hear Hip Hop Array, so I'll suck it up and enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I'll take some OPP. Uh, maybe they could do Uptown Anthem twice. Rewind! <laughs> <laughs> but there All was right. a lot of... The, they were like, we've been here from the beginning. Check out this song by Eric B. and Rakim. <laughs> right. What yeah. a strange thing to do. It is. It's a, I've seen that happen it, a couple it, times. Yeah. I once saw a dude do an entire... Uh, he just did the common song, Her... I, I used to love her. What? Really? He just did like, the entire song. And I, I was just sitting there. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> why is that? How did, did you practice that? You had to practice that. And somebody other than the voice in your head telling you to do it That's so had to say, this is a bad look. The crowd loved it. <laughs> that was the part that bothered me the most. I mean, they I've seen it. like yeah. DJ, DJ Premier, you know, or like Stretch Armstrong or someone yeah. would do a set where they would play that song. Not actually yeah. rap on top of it. But not rap over it. It's a little bizarre. <laughs> Cypress, I will say, about, came out. It was it was two nights before Halloween. Dressed They're as Run live. dressed as Run DMC. And I think that Be Real needs to be listed in the tier one of MCs when it comes to mic control, stage presence, uh, and ability to rock a crowd. And that tier one for me obviously includes Black Thought. Black Thought. Uh, I think we could come up with a bunch of other people that are in there, but I just think it's important that at the head table, right? Be real. It's a pretty lofty place to put him. That, I, because I feel like his his writing fell off a cliff. I thought on the first record he was unstoppable. By the fifth record, it wasn't that great anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I, I checked out after three or four. Okay. But does he just kill the old shit? They didn't do much stuff beyond. Did they All right, do so let's estate? go through. So they did real estate. Actually, I think it was the first track. I think I sent it to you. They came That's out crazy. to real estate. Uh, That's their best song, at least for him. Real estate's the best song for him. He's like, kind of opponent. I own it for the public. I love it. My favorite subject. Like he, he fucking kills it. Go back and listen to that song. Check out the glory. The story of real estate. Yeah, I mean it's it's completely out of nowhere how dope it is. Wow. He fucking. It's not like Pharrell Monch, but it's not. As far below as you might think. Really? Yeah. That's a great song. I'm going back to it. He has an interesting style where he could kill a song and you could almost miss that he's killing the song. Right. Because right? like, I think you, I think you have to like digest real estate to be like, you know what? Seize is right. As opposed to it being... The glory, the real estate. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great fucking song. So bunch of shit off the first album, bunch of shit off the second album. The third album is what? Is that Temples with like boom? Temples is that boom. illusions? They definitely did yes. illusions. Yeah, illusions is a good one. Man, people so still, what, just, people like, still just smoke got... a lot at their shows, man. It's crazy. Really? What was it insane crazy. in the membrane? Was that on that one too? No, yeah, that's that on the second, second one. one. Oh, that's Black on the Sunday. One. That's a banger. Yeah, that dude, mugs. We've talked about it before. I think mugs is we talk about so it slept every, on almost every episode. The last hundred fourteen episodes were titled the DJ Mugs episode. Hey, listen, speaking of uh, people we've had on the show, okay. we had Slug of Atmosphere uh, a couple you? episodes ago, and I checked out his show at uh, 930 Club on Monday. It's awesome. 
I say the highlight for me was when uh, so Brother Ali was one of the openers. Wow. So he came out and he and Slug did a couple songs together. And Chuck, you know, we used to do a lot of back and forth stuff. They were razor sharp, man. Huh. They fucking killed it. What so, uh, freestyle? What songs do those guys have together? Just the stuff on what was there? Blah, There's blah, a couple blah, joints. Blah 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 blah. That one. That's uh, on what the first Ali. That's on the first Ali record. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, that shadows on the sun. No, I think it's on the sec. I don't know. I'm fucking up where it is on there. I'm fucking up. But then, uh, they had, God, what's the other song? They had another joint that was... Uh, Cats Van Bags. Really sl- Cats Van Bags. They had another one that was really slow on the second Brother Ali album. Okay. I step into your hula hoop cypher like Thelma and Louise or some shit like that. Like, he, he kind of kills that. They both do. But together, you know, it's interesting. I feel like those dudes are pretty at the top of the game. But, you know, in terms of support, why? And then you see them I'm like, God, they're really good MCs. <laughs> what, you know? yeah. in terms of catalog, you know, because I think it's a fair question to ask about atmosphere at this point, the same way it is about a group like Cypress Hill. What is, uh, like, where in the catalog are they, like, where in the well are they pulling songs from? Are you, you getting God Loves Ugly and Lucy Ford? Or are we yeah. talking, you know, specifically, sorry, I just bumped into the mic. Uh specifically the newest album which name is i'm forgetting but that i've bumped a few times and is really good it's called fishing blues that's the new jam um they definitely i mean i want to say they were on by like 9 45 and i think they don't they didn't wrap up until like 11 15 damn they played for a long fucking time and it's just him and aunt at this time so they played a little bit of everything i, I you know like they play they always play uh what's the joint uh god's bathroom floor they oh yeah, they always play that at the end, um, and then they did like uh, that's the, the if I the could is that the if I could show you joint. No, if that's I could uh, show you. That's the one that was on the overcast tape, but not the CD. Okay. And then like it was just a pretty rare song. Anyway, like yeah, you know they're all over. And the thing that impresses me always about that, I'd imagine, I guess the same thing with somebody like say Priscilla is. Do you have to practice that stuff, or do you just remember it from like? And but you haven't spit it in like ten years, right. like the little nuances of it. Either way, it's always fun to go see, and I'm glad to hear the be real is dope. You know, like that's. I'd rather people were good than whack. <laughs> you know, right? I saw him in Smoking Grooves. Okay, remember that show? Was he out of place? <laughs> he fit right in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were like, "This is weird. Like, this guy's it, high." Right. Why don't they have a drinking ridges? <laughs> it's like the country version. <laughs> drinking ridges. Yo, I feel like I could host that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, ladies and gentlemen, who's trying to get hammered? Yeah, did you, were you getting after it in Italy? You know. Just red wine with everything. Think about if Chuck. <laughs> Take if Chuck it, give me my Chuck, shower wine, honey. If he liked country music, he'd be like a raging alcoholic. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? That was easily the funniest thing of this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, oh though. God. I got that's it all fucked up. Him back right Justin, now. what happened? Like, I don't know. We went to a fucking Garth Brooks concert, then he went nuts. <laughs> they started playing honky tonk, badonka donk, and he was. What if done. Chuck was a country fan? <laughs> uh, to, to answer your question, you know, culturally. Is a lot different over there. So I will say that I drank every day while I was over there. Okay. I probably drank at lunch and dinner every day. I never had more than a good buzz 
uh, because the idea of like drinking outside of a meal or leading up to a meal or after a meal is kind of foreign to them, and it it, it makes you feel uncomfortable because wow. uh, they don't okay. have what we have in the U.S., which is like, hey, why don't I meet you at a bar? And then within like a half hour of being there, one of your six friends is like, we should do a shot. You going to do a shot? Like it just doesn't, it doesn't exist. It's like, hey, you should, how do you feel about two glasses of wine with this meal? You're like, you know, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Actually going down really well, I could do three. Yeah. You know, it's like that, that they, type of vibe. You start doing shots. Never, you're like, oh, this, you know, this meal's going so well. You guys have tequila? Like, before this <laughs> pasta dish, I just wanted to throw two tequila shots back. You know what would good, go good with this 28-ounce steak? An old-fashioned. <laughs> like, I never understood on Mad Men. They're like, oh, we're going to go to happy hour. And they're just, like, drinking vodka and eating oysters for, like, seven hours. <laughs> it was hilarious. So I would say I never really got drunk the entire time I was over there. Like, drunk, drunk. Actually, nice. that's not true. There was, like, one time that yeah. I went a little too hard at the happy hour and just was, like, a little yeah. loose with it. Got back on Friday night. Saturday, uh, pretty soon it was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, and I was still at a bar in New York. And I was like, it's really about where you are. <laughs> <laughs> you came full circle you know Just, what I mean because yep. on the flight back I was like I'm going to change my approach hey listen I'm only going to drink at dinner you put a lion in the jungle and it's going to hunt that's how I view that one very true you know wow listen, could that I, be the episode about- could that be the episode title by the way <laughs> you put a lion well here you put a lion in the jungle in contention for that was Steve was telling me Steve was wearing <laughs> What can only be described as like the perfect pair of pants for the I look like situation pro- you're in right now. I look now. like a professional soccer player. Let's not. It's like a male pair of yoga pants. I'm wearing male yoga pants right now. <laughs> male yoga pants. Very comfortable. <laughs> I'm all right with that. I might yeah. do some squats on Instagram in a minute here. Some Pilates. D- <laughs> DJ Steve Bills on Instagram. For the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. Listen. Well, I've got one video of me actually DJing. <laughs> I, you, you could have a lot of videos of your cat's asshole because I see it every time we record. Now. I mean, <laughs> he's like, really flaunting it out. Pucker up, right he's, he, he's he eating pants. your pants. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Does he have claws? He actually makes cat pizza, and this is how he does it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, your putts are making the dough. Huh? I'm all just right. outsourcing all my pizza making to cats. <laughs> To feral cats. That's my way of giving back after this election. I drove by the alley, you know, behind here. Yes. And there was like, now that you mention it, like a, a dozen dough. cats. Lots of dough. A couple pizza ovens. Yep. Oddly enough, they were running a Sabaros. So I heard that's they what, uh, I heard that's what Papa John's does. <laughs> Cut corners. They just get the cats to knead the dough. And check it out. They're like, listen, we're out of sausage. And then he picks up a cat. He's like, no, nah, we ain't. <laughs> Papa John's Papa Gross Fuck that There's people That are near and dear to me They're like Papa John's my favorite pizza Yeah you gotta disown them Who is that You gotta call them out You gotta call somebody out Is that worse than supporting Trump Way worse Do you think Donald Trump Has like a favorite uh, Fast food pizza joint Like he's like Yo we gotta get the stuffed crust in here I'm gonna fuck shit up Well here's the thing If you're supporting Donald Trump Your only other option was realistically Hillary Clinton. If you're supporting Papa yeah, John's, yeah, yep. your other options are every other bit of food ever created in the world. <laughs> Amazing point. Right. Amazing point, right. Chuck. Uh, well, I mean, what's not to like about sauce that's got NutraSweet in it 
a cheese that is very rarely, if ever, cooked, which also, when you open the, the top of it and you see that the cheese is cooked, you're like, well, that, that probably doesn't bode well for the crust. Right. Because <laughs> they didn't leave it in there for seven minutes, let alone 13. I know that much. I feel like Trump, at this point, could... It's an undercooked pizza. It, Thank you. He's such a wild card. I feel like maybe there's a chance he might, like, nominate the RZA for, like, Secretary <laughs> of Commerce or something and then make everything right again. Uh, I mean, based on who he's put in there now, I'm not sure a black person stands a chance. <laughs> I mean, it, you know... I've talked to enough people that honestly believe they're like, I don't think much will change. And I'm like, dude, I'm pretty shook. Last Tuesday was, other than 9-11, probably the worst I've felt like on an existential level in a long time. Seriously. Now, I'm not saying it'll play out that way. Right. It's not. You're not comparing 9-11 to his no. presidency, just the way that you felt after it. Right. I just felt sort of empty and directionless. I felt empty and directionless as well. But it's because I don't consider myself like... I was opening up to strangers. Yeah, on Facebook? No, not on Facebook. <laughs> like kidding. the grocery store or something. Okay. How did those conversations start? How much do you think these tomatoes are? Can you believe this shit? <laughs> the thing is, on the East Coast, you're, the odds are someone's going to be like, I know. This is right. fucked up. Yeah, yeah, let's go to Ohio, West Virginia saying that shit to like a coal town. Drunk hey, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's not funny, but I know somebody that drove out to Ohio. Yeah. And they were telling me, they're like, dog, the way out there. Signs one Yeah, signs, signs, everywhere signs. And they weren't for Hillary. They were not with her. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? And he was like, yo, there's a lot of people thinking like that. I was like, fuck that. What is that? Three states that the Democrats usually carry that if they swing the other way, it'll change the election. I don't care. <laughs> That's what ended up, you know. Like, she hadn't been to Wisconsin since last April. She thought she had in the she, bag. She thought she had. Can it. I throw this one at you too? She's and I, not not to bring everything back to you know what my the arrogance. one thing that I really feel is important to me, which is the NFL. But here's the thing. Yeah. So at like ten thirty on Tuesday night, you know the night of the when they're announcing the election, not till three in the morning, I should mention. Yeah. But uh, you know they're sitting there saying, oh well, you know it's also very unusual for one party. To have the presidency three different three consecutive terms, so not necessarily the same person because you can only have two. I was like, huh, that might have been good to know. I hadn't heard that at all, and it only happened one time. I guess as a citizen, it would be on me to to be important. But I'm like, yo, you're wasting your time telling me all these fucking things that don't matter. That is very significant. You should have mentioned that shit sooner. So I still could have done nothing. I voted. I did the absentee ballot myself. It was my first time doing it, man. It's did you really? It's, it's good living. Uh, it's the money. I think it's. Uh, I, I think it early. gives you time to to think about it. You really got to commit to it because. Is there early you know, voting in Maryland? Yeah. And, and yeah, by I the did. way, C's, are you registered in Virginia now? I am. I'm a oh. Virginian. Open Your vote kind of counts. Open carry. I pay. You got a gun? Twenty eight percent in taxes, and I have four guns now. What kind of guns you get? What do you need? Because I got one. All kinds. I live next to a, a place called the Gun Dude. He has guns and spaghetti night. <laughs> On Saturday. Stop playing. I'm not Take a picture of that. I don't, I don't hate on the dude. Like I think his game is pretty tight, but I'm like spaghetti. You no, know, you're you're a, you're one bender away from like us having to stay inside. That for joke. Two days. I thought that was a joke that was literally too far over the top, and that you needed to tame. <laughs> and now it turns out it's a true statement. It's a true statement. I'd be like, it can't be guns and spaghetti. Maybe it's like guns and like country music. Like it can't be spaghetti. 
I'm I'm pretty sure it's spaghetti. <laughs> See, I feel like Middle America has really embraced spaghetti. Okay, right? so we got there has been some progress in the middle of America. Okay, because those motherfuckers love spaghetti. Okay, but they were hating Italians before. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, seriously, I have no idea. Okay, okay. Listen, man, that there's there's like three different countries I uh-huh. think in here. Well, here's the other thing: when people are like, we got to get rid of the electoral college, and here's my thing about that. Where we live, we might be happy with that because seventy percent of the population lives east of the Mississippi. Right. So, places like California and Texas, of course, they would have if it was one for one direct voting. I don't mind the electoral college. I think that they sh- it should be calibrated. I think some states do get a, they get too much or too little. It needs to be recalibrated. Yes. Yeah. The amount of electoral votes the state will carry. Right. I think there's a lot of people who live in California, dog. Right. You know? Right. A lot of people live in New York City. Right. And a lot of people so, live in Texas. I think isn't it still based off the population or no? Is there are there certain states that are based way on out the of number of House of Representatives which is based <clears throat> on population. Yeah. So in a, yes, in that sense it is. But it's still I off it, though. I think right. it's still there and then when you think about it's off. when you think about how states have different laws, you know, maybe it's not It's maybe it's not the worst system, but then I have to say just don't tell me the popular vote number. Because you know what? You're just making it worse right now. <laughs> it's not a popularity contest, though. Well, I, again, I think it's important. That was what bothered me about... And I'm not saying I thought Hillary was going to be a, a fucking savior. You know, I think she's not great either. But the, the problem I had was... It's like, look, the racist stuff, the xenophobic stuff, the sexist stuff. Like, that's... At some point, enough had to be enough. I thought when he made fun of the reporter at cerebral palsy, I was like, dude, like you can't go lower than that. Pretty the low. other ones are sort of like yeah. targets that if you were turning heel, sure, you go after him. But like, dude, that's not humane. That's, yeah, that's not, very inhuman. Humane. Yeah. And when I saw that that's where he would go, uh, so I, I, I wasn't super enthusiastic about Hillary, but I was like, it just, it's got to be, it cannot be him. And it is. And oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's him. Know? It's very much him. I don't know. Yep. And he is oh, well. like <clears throat> coming in in New York City with a bang. Yep. They're like closing blocks that his oh, building's yeah. on because people yep. were protesting. Yep. People do not like him in New York City. Today there was a big thing where wow. 4.30 p.m., right? My man was leaving New York City. They closed down the Lincoln Tunnel. <sighs> Friday rush hour. Will a not ci- a you city, to the a city that only has two tunnels to get out, to get back to Jersey, knowing that the so if the one percent actually live on like Madison Avenue, then the two to ten percent, right, the top two to ten percent either live in Jersey or Long Island. Yeah, and they sure as hell don't stay late on Fridays. Yeah, right. So my man hit hit the four thirty, closed down the Lincoln Tunnel for the police motorcade. My office is four blocks. Avenue blocks from the entrance to the tunnel. Look out the window. Stop traffic. Like not even like looking like people are tailgating. Uh, wow, man. that's that's not good times, man. You think it's gonna be like that a lot? Because I've heard where he's like, I want to sleep at Trump Tower every night. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not that's not how it goes. This is a twenty four hour a day job, you know. Well, great oh, job. Well. Oh well, great job, everybody. All right, I need to know some other records to listen to. Okay. What you guys been bumping so besides I, the tribe. Now, I'll tell you this because I think it does have a tie into hip-hop because I know they've been sampled quite a bit. I think Doom is a big fan of these guys. Steely Dan. 
Oh yeah, their catalog is. Uh, I've been sleeping. Strong. I've been sleeping. It's funk. I it's spent way too much time as a kid listening to this Led Zeppelin. I should have been checking out Steely Dan. I would agree. The mixes. If you listen to that stuff oh, in like really good headphones. You're, oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> now, now we're talking. That man. was my head exploding. I had a sound gasm. Some audiophile records right there. Right. Yep. You know what I mean. Yeah, so man. that's what I've been into. I like it. How about that? I got. Um, I, love, I love some Steely Dan. No worries, but it's spelled with an X instead of an O. Okay, that's Anderson. Anderson Pack and how do you say? And what's the official way of saying Anderson Pack? Pack's last it. name is it Pack or Pack? I would say Pack, right? Because it's P A A K. I've been saying Pack. I don't okay, know. it's Pack. Well, you're fucking wrong, and you I mean, shouldn't be allowed to have an abortion. I've been saying Kendrick Lamar for a while. So <laughs> Kendrick. <laughs> J. Ru the Damaha. <laughs> oh my baby! What else? What else we got? We've been bumping, man. Naz, do you like the rapper Naz? Wait, so tell me about this Anderson Pack. Oh, uh, so joint. yeah, the No Worries joint is the whoever the producer is that did the most recent video for Action Bronson, uh, okay. which came out. His name is escaping me. I should probably Google it, but he did the entire album. Okay, uh, it's not as good as Malibu at first pass, but I've certainly listened to it a few times. It's good. Is it rapping on there? More R and B. I want to say R and B album. I want to say no. I want to say okay. there's no rapping. Okay. Whereas I think that on Malibu, one of the things that the the portions where Anderson pack raps and uh-huh. the fucking that's like the best schoolboy Q verse. Yeah. Period. I was like, yo, did they get like young Nas on this? Who the fuck is this? No, the best game verse of all. No, time it's it's school is schoolboy Q's on that joint too, right? It's yeah, yeah, the only no, one definitely. on my timeline, or is that game? Well, I know games on there, they, and I think I wrote you. I was like, I think I like game now. After that, verse. <laughs> like, we connected like the Wi-Fi. I might have been thinking that was Schoolboy Q the whole time. Yeah, I'll right. have to check it out. Check it out, man. Check it out, man. <clears throat> so that's it. We've won't... back to your pants, though. How Did... many? How many of them did you get? All right, so I think I got five new pairs of sweatpants. Five new pairs of sweatpants. Now, back in the days, way oh, back. Man. I think I used to have a, have a nickname called Captain Sweatpants <laughs> back in the days. And I how fell do, off. How I are fell we off, just hearing about I fell off now. for a little while, but now I'm back. Now you're back. Listen. Now I'm back. Sweatpants are the most versatile clothing that you can get, man. I So you I may have... sleep in them. You can grocery shop in them. Yeah. You can work out in them. Yep. You can be a parent in them. Right. I don't know I, what else there I is. I used to truth. wear them when I would fucking uh, check an IDs fucking, at a bar. <laughs> when <laughs> you're fucking. Yeah. Take them off, though. When you're checking IDs at a bar, I mean, yeah. with, with the right shoes and T-shirt, you could probably go out in them. Where? How, like what hip-hop show? <laughs> okay. Okay. What's the, what kind of hip-hop what, show? Uh, underground hip-hop show? Yeah, definitely underground hip-hop show. Not yeah. that. Not the Dipset show. Could you wear them to Thanksgiving dinner? No, I could have wore it to the Dipset show. Really? Okay. Could, could I went you? to a Dipset show. You know that? <laughs> a long time ago, right? <laughs> I almost got a booted out. Show? <laughs> I almost got booted out of that shit. What was? Oh, that yeah, that was a funny story. You did tell that, right? It's on. It's definitely about, on the Chrome Bills. Though. Something about yeah, I don't like want to talk about. switching out beers with like a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, switching out beers with a thirteen. No, it's not that. Kid, take this. Hey, kid. shut up. Try this, Papa. Nothing wrong with it. Listen, sweatpants—they'll do you right, man. I feel like you have a strong sweatpants game. Listen, when I was working at the bar, 
There was a, it was funny because there was a, a Models uh, not far from where I, I lived. That's so I went over paid, there. That's where my paycheck went every <laughs> every week. Like you have the same new shoes every week. Now they, the sweatpants that they had that would fit me perfect. They were, it was just perfect. They were called cargo. Okay. So when I went in, like I think like maybe that summer for some reason, like just I was, I was like they're cargos. And they're like, but you said they're sweatpants. I was like, yeah, they're cargo sweatpants. <laughs> but that was the brand, so nobody could fuck. I couldn't find them online or anything. They're back in stock. Uh, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. I'll get some cargo. You got gray? I think I might be colorblind because for years I was like, these are blue. And my wife was like, oh, nice black sweatpants. <laughs> I was like, why Why are you have gray hair now? <laughs> and your face is gray. <laughs> did these, did you rock in sweatpants with cargo pants or cargo pockets? Cargo pockets, yeah. Oh, look, I'm not gonna. I, it's funny because no, feel I meant like, for for Steve set. Obviously, the cargo brand had the cargo pockets. You know what they say? <laughs> Unless that was super here, ironic. Unless yeah. they were made in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Here's here's what here's the ultimate point about sweatpants, okay. right? You can wear them where you want, but I think when you do wear them in public, you're, you're basically admitting I'm totally fine not trying to get laid. You know and, what I mean? And that's what women love. If you go to a show... <laughs> listen, if you go to a show wearing sweatpants... Right. Or if you go to a show wearing jeans, you have a better chance of getting laid if you're wearing jeans. If you're wearing jeans? Yeah. You look like a, a fucking bum if you're wearing sweatpants, but if you're doing it, I think people are either like, you are a bum, you're like, you're just okay with that. You what got, if my hair looks nice? <laughs> if I if that, I were to dig hard what enough... If. You know hey, what I mean? Hey, that true. ain't a what if. That's true. If I were to dig when hard enough, I could find a picture that I had where I had done a show. It used to make me laugh. Yes. U-turn, probably 2001. I was wearing a shirt that said show. And I remember C said the same shirt because it was like Seattle hip hop of Washington. Or it was like something like real redundant, but it said it was for Seattle. and said yeah. show and then some gray sweats. And we had performed. And they were baggy. Listen. These things were, they were like, they weren't hammer, but they were like ham. <laughs> they were Sensible, halfway there. Man. <laughs> they were, they were, and I was wearing myrrh. <laughs> they were sensible. You know what I mean? There's there's nothing wrong with it. But I do think, again, so you say, world, you're admitting something. If I don't get fucked, it's a statement. You know, once I'm out and about and I come home alone, I'm okay with now, that. I don't, I don't appreciate the double standard where, you know, women can go out in their, in their yoga pants. Oh, and yeah. guys would be right. like, you know, and, and be hotter. Yeah, and now I'm gonna go out in sweatpants. Right, and now it brings me down a notch. Right, fuck that. That ain't right. That ain't right. I don't appreciate that. I, I will say though, if I saw you and your You're lovely like, wife walking down the street, her in yoga pants, yeah. and you and those, I'd be like, what the fuck is he wearing? Like, what's that guy doing? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'd be like, what? What the fuck is he wearing? And how is he on a walk with Lindsay Zarniac? <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I don't. I think you know these things got to start somewhere. So right. if you're out there rocking, you know more I'm power to you. I'm setting trends. Yeah, but they don't look like they would be super warm. Oh, these are nice. A uh, toasty. Oh yeah. Yeah. As I say that, I realize they look like they might have a little insulation. There's not a big crease ahead, in the it. knee. Go ahead, touch okay, it. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, like go ahead. <laughs> Chuck, you got to feel these things, Chuck. man. Oh yeah, that's nice. Get the feel out. <laughs> That's how that's how we pretend we're in the same room. Right. Oh yeah, no, that's nice. That's that's real nice. Hey yo, I should have been out. I'm deadly when I pulled a pin out. I should have been out of here. It's I'd late. be happy it's to late. hear an, uh, an unreleased Big L song these days. There's okay. got to be at least one more in the chamber somewhere. It's an interesting thing about the Tribe album with uh, 
uh, Feist versus. Yeah. You know? Did they build around them? They must, um, you know. I wonder if they, I wonder how many of those were recorded before, like, Q-tips, some of his verses. Yeah. You know? Rest in peace. Are we saying rest in peace to Chuck? Where'd he go? I don't know where Chuck Chuck, you still there? I'm right here. Okay. My bad. All right, my bad. Because he had taken you off the screen. I I did. I did. Having a little panty, panty attack. I can't stand. He to was see in you Italy. The I, I sight did, of you. Chuck. I did what I, I did what yeah. I had to to get through him being in Italy. Now he's, he's like, home, and I can like, sleep again. It's like take my man down. <laughs> Haircut all fucked up. <laughs> Fucking up Chrome Bills right now. You got his hair. You got to get a new haircut, though. Hey, did you? All right, let me ask you this, yeah. Chuck. Did you? Uh, did you say I got to get a new have haircut? <laughs> no, self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> I need a haircut, but I think you were telling me like you got to change your look, B. No, I was not saying that. Whoa, wow. I didn't say that. Let me fan that flame. Don't fan that flame. Damn it, Steve. <laughs> I'm saying my man's got a wedding come up coming up. So. Okay. I think Chuck's doing what he, I think he's doing what he needs <laughs> to do. I think it looks good. You know, it it hurts coming from him. That's like if <laughs> if John Wall was like, You gotta you gotta get more assists. You know, oh. you, you look at it. So when Steve's like hair, I don't know. Coming from the best. <laughs> right. Dude, I just got my shit cut today. Yeah. It was extremely long. Okay, I, st- I hadn't gotten it cut since your wedding. It's I, I can't get over it, man. It's <laughs> got the best hair in the game. It's like like when I see a perfect plate of pasta, I'm like, but that more than anything, more than that, even being food, that's just a work of art. Oh man, a perfect plate of Th- pasta. That's how I feel that. about your hair. Thank you. More than just being hair, like it's it's art. I appreciate it. You know? Can you imagine living. if they said, "All right, we're gonna put Chrome Bills on CBS Radio <laughs> podcast." Yeah. But I just need you guys to sign off that the logo is going to be just a headshot of Steve. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! Actually, how would you How would you feel about that? What I, if the logo was listen? What if the logo was this? Three hairs. Your hair. Yeah. My beard and something from Chuck. That's hilarious. Something <laughs> he said. Something from Chuck. <laughs> how about your hair and my beard on <laughs> Chuck's face? Yo, I love that he said something. <laughs> He's like Chuck's already got the theme song. Pete, it's no, just, no, no. It's just your hair and my beard. I got it figured out. Chuck's face. I got it. Your that's hair and my beard on Chuck's face. <laughs> oh, wow. that's that's what it's got to be. Imagine about, that bastard child. I can't wait to see how crazy this. How about just? No, you know what? There's a. Oh shit! If you guys have Snapchat, do you have Snapchat? No. All right, because I'm not a 14 year old. Do, do you? Uh, I'm a 14 year old. I do. Do I you? Snapchat. I don't use it. I What's your name it? on Snapchat, buddy? Uh, suck me Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect plate of pasta. <laughs> it's it's a uh, Jack Meehoff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what what do you got on there? All right, so some penis roulette? No. <laughs> penis roulette. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that was a great episode That's of South Park. That's a <laughs> Uh <laughs> What do you got? I don't even Are you remember. blanking? I don't remember anymore. I, blank, I, was, oh, I, was, I was stumbling Snapchat. towards a decent okay, point okay. earlier and just dropped the ball. They have this thing where you can, you, you can it'll analyze your face and uh, then go through your camera roll and morph your face with all the pic, with other people's faces from your camera roll. Okay. Very interesting. See, it's scary. It's pretty close. Is it cool? Does it look yeah, good? Yeah. Okay. Look good? I don't know. Right. Depends on who you're. Right. Yeah. Who you're putting together. Yeah. What if, all right, so what if, like, you were, you're like, oh, like, we're going to have a kid and everything, and then a doctor, and you were both relatively attracted people. And they did that. But no, but a doctor was like, I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up, your kid's going to be healthy, uh-huh. grow up, make a good living, that right. thing's going to be ugly as shit. Right. <laughs> you know, that'd be a tough one to swallow. 
What would you, you do? Are you asking me if I would abort my child? No, I don't know where I'm I was just going. Fucking, with I'm it. just joking. Would you have <laughs> no before the baby's even born? I don't know. Like you're gonna have an ugly child? Did you say the Pope is black? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> don't that? I like that he said abortion, and they said <laughs> no, no before the baby's even born <laughs> or conceived. Jesus, cut me! I got a cut bait on that one. Oh my! So goodness. this new tribe album, huh? The new great. tribe album. Is you great. must go. Mm-hmm. I think it's been a good episode, man. Yes. I want to remind people talk? that the Gamblers. The Abigamblers LP <laughs> rooftops. If after this episode you really you, you realize you don't want to listen to any more of this pod and you want to dive right into music, <laughs> but still hear this lovely voice, Abigamblers rooftops now available on Spotify. Seize. Did we? When when is the With album coming out? Did, uh, did we play an Avid Gambler song? Let's play one on the outro tonight. Sounds good. Uh, with listen, I got artwork from a very unique artist. Shit looks dope. Uh, Crush Kill Recordings is going to put it out. I'm thinking. Well, so here's what I ha- I wanted to ask you guys too. Yeah. So each there's a theme to how each uh, of these pieces looks, but each song has its own unique piece. So I was going to use that as like a picture. I noticed like Modest Mouse, they put out like six singles. I know Pig Food Records, Dez and Mitch, they're doing Who that. Are you? <clears throat> this is eight songs. Each one has two different people or. Me and two different people on it. Yeah. I was thinking about putting them out one at a time. I agree. Okay. So I'll start doing that probably early February. Eight weeks leading up to the album. Yeah. Yep. So so that'll be the plan. So next, Well, you're going to put them out year. one at a time, and then eventually they'll all still show up on the album? Yes. Or are, you gonna, or are they all going to live as just singles? So I'll have, I'll have all of them as singles, and then there'll be the album of it. Because what I'm going to try to do is we're going to do only 300 CDs. And then uh, I think a pre-order, like as each one comes out, like take around the pre-orders or whatever. Well, I don't know. Who fucking knows? Sign me I, up. I want one. Yeah, I'm excited. But I think the album's great. I think we got some really interesting ways that we can put it out, but it's going to be good. Happy birthday. Who, birth- who does the scratches on that? There's one song with scratches. Uh, DJ Addict, friend of the show. Is it really? Who are you? So he did. So actually, uh, for Strange Famous Records fans out there, Prolific, who we need to get on the show. Yeah. He lives, actually lives in D.C. now. Prolific, his album, uh, Rodney, came out. And uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> it's out. Check it out. His Prolific. new album is out. Oh, right. So in terms of how they decided to put it out, I'm on there. Yes, that's what. I, that's the point that I was trying to make. So check that out. It's a really good record. I'm on number 11. So is uh, Cass One. Friend of the show, Shout out. former guest. Uh, he's on there, but yeah. Go ahead, Chuck. Do it sooner than later. What's that? Do it. My I'll man said he. Joke. My man said he was on number eleven. <laughs> he did. <laughs> That's amazing. He said it Shit. real fast. I'm number eleven. I'm number eleven. No, he was like, I'm on number eleven. It's a great record. You should check it out. I'm on number eleven. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? It's called number eleven. Listen, nobody accused me of being sharp. Chuck, your Giants are. What's going on with your Giants, dog? Rolling, man. Rolling. They might be the worst six and three team. The, in the McAdoo history of the NFL. factor. What's that? The worst? Yeah. Oh my God. So McAdoo was given a press conference. Uh wow, that's already funny. Monday night, right? <laughs> and it was Tuesday morning and they were showing it. And he was on the screen. I looked over at Justin and I was like, This motherfucker looked like Ken Boone in a <laughs> in a blue shirt. <laughs> you remember the dude? <laughs> yeah. Was it what was his name? Was it Ken Boone? Ken Bone? 
Bone. Bone. Ken, Ken Bone. Bone. I was like, this is like Ken Bone in a blue shirt. My man, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those weird ones. It's one of the weird ones that you just got to roll with. When you won four in a row, I'm not going to question how he macadoos it. <laughs> oh, wow. Can I make a really interesting point to you, too? Yeah. Who's the only team to beat Dallas this year? Mm. The Giants. That could the come Giants. into play. That could come into play. Although I think Dak is the real deal. The Sunday night game where he was they were playing Philly against Carson Wentz, the reporter was like, by the way, sideline reporters, no thank you. What a waste of time. That's a hot take, a hot sports take. But the the sideline reporter was like, What are you are you interested in like Carson Wentz? And he's like, he basically was like, The fuck I care about him. I'm worried about myself and my guys. He said, like, fuck just, I care I about, like, I don't give a fuck about no goddamn Drake Knight. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Right, I don't right, give right, a damn about no right. damn Drake Knight. Are they boys? Was yeah, that like they're t- boys. tongue in cheek yeah, at all? Yeah, it was tongue in cheek. Because you saw when like he bumped him and then like it's he stared him down. I was like, okay, yeah. okay. I don't give a goddamn about no goddamn Drake mm, Goddamn Drake Knight. Yeah. He killed the interview too. I mean, meaning that he cut it right then. He walked off. Yep. Yep. Do with this shit. Drop the mic on Ishmael. He and Drake, what a... Shirley Temples. The one thing I noticed was that they were playing. Uh, after I followed up on that, I was watching Sports Center or something. They're playing some of the audio of Drake talking shit from the sidelines. He has like a pretty strong Canadian accent when he's not rapping. Okay. Have you ever heard this? Yeah, he has a pretty strong Southern accent when he's from Toronto. When he's so, rapping. When yeah. he's rapping. I mean, oh. Like, yeah. It would tell you, yeah, now. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Well, all right. So why, like, when the Beatles would sing, like, you, you, they sounded like they were from Connecticut, yeah. and then as soon as they started talking, it's like Liverpool, huh? You, like, <laughs> the fuck is your mouth doing? <laughs> that's a really good. You point. sound like Little Richard. What is your mouth record. doing? Yeah, that sounds like a Will Ferrell. What is your line. mouth doing? What is your mouth doing yeah. right now? I don't understand. Sounds like a Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. <laughs> What isn't your mouth doing is the porn. Sounds like also sounds like a porno movie. What is your mouth doing? <laughs> Down there. <laughs> Listen, this has been fun. It has been fun. I always have fun with you guys. Ayo. Chrome Bills episode. Like Mike Pence kind of fun. I mean. 115. That's right. 1, 1, 5, 115. Drop some uh, Abigambles to take us out. More episodes on the way. iTunes, SoundCloud, Don't even worry Instagram, about it. Twitter, Facebook. Thank But I always found it more like deceivers and cheaters Who keep up with the mistrust and cheapen the discourse within us And it's more than a lift up and a quick buck Notice in the time lapse it'll start sloppy If there's no hard copy in my grass So if I ask to keep a record Am I record keeping or never sleeping? More focused on a better weekend Where you got on a rooftop And a few rocks with a few shots And there's music and confusion And a new plot and illusion There's a new knot What I'm doing, grab the boombox and some fools went We went from lucid to elusive as a unit So we dropping cause I got this With a lockbox in my pocket It's top notch, no shock top We hotbox that faucet and the messages don't mess with the man who holds it all in his possession now. Ha, ha.
organically and extend the olive branch Now's the chance for lots of lovers to package and ravage the stock and stuffers And not discover a rotten plant Learn a chance like a bird in the hand Fertile land, take a vertical stand, hurdle advance Underground, but the surface is grass Uncertainty vast when I'm putting on my surgical mask Fly your rhymes to die your tribe as I get done Clean it up when it cuts, that's why I'm alive Fortified, you'll be mortified when I'm 45 Still on point like a porcupine Halfway through a quarter one It's a style over substance I pointed to the sustenance that comes in In abundance, I'm up for this conundrum I ain't up for this 